What's up, family? Happy Tuesday, and welcome to the Faction Quick Hits. It's your man, GB Gerard Bonner. How are you? Hope you guys are doing fantastic uh, for this first week of March. Yesterday, of course, was the first full work day of March, and March is already off to quite the start. Uh, in our world and certainly in the world of pro wrestling. So thanks for joining us today here on The Faction. Shout out to everyone who is uh, just continuing to converse and connect with us via social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can follow us at The Faction Show. Thanks for all who are subscribing and regular listeners to our podcast. If you're not and it's your first time, welcome aboard. You can subscribe to us, of course, here at The Faction by searching for The Faction or The Faction Bonnerfide, wherever it is you get your podcast and click that subscribe button leave a comment as well let us know what you think about our podcast so with that said let's dive right in to today's news items I'm going to talk a little bit about pop culture and what's happening in the rest of the world and I'm sure you're going to go why so everybody's talking about the coronavirus right the coronavirus which seemingly originated in China uh, you know has really caused a lot of alarm all across not just this country but around the world Uh, we've been seeing people quarantined we've seen a number of cases pop up all across the world and we've also seen some passings as well well how does this impact the world of pro wrestling well it has as in Japan New Japan Pro Wrestling has literally canceled all all of their events for two consecutive weeks so everything from March the 1st to March the 15th is canceled that includes their big New Japan anniversary show which is supposed to happen today that also includes the start of the New Japan Cup which was supposed to kick off tomorrow How is it going to fully impact the New Japan Cup? We're certainly going to be paying attention to that. But there are a lot of ramifications from this. You're talking about tickets lost, revenue lost, storyline opportunities lost, competition and momentum lost. It's a big deal. I don't remember the last time New Japan canceled events for scenarios like this. So uh, it's definitely something to watch out for. And certainly once we get past March the 15th, we'll be able to see if more cancellations are needed or not. Now, just to talk about how other things have impacted New Japan, normally, of course, the G1 Climax happens during the summertime. But because Tokyo is hosting the 2020 Olympics, that has been moved to late September, early October. So New Japan has been impacted by a lot of things happening outside of the wrestling world, but certainly in the nation of Japan. It's going to be very interesting to watch what happens for the folks in New Japan. And how could that impact us here in the States? Well, you're not going to believe this, or maybe you will. Perhaps you've heard the rumors, but there's been talk that WrestleMania is on the table. That's right. WrestleMania potentially could be canceled because of the coronavirus. It's a real conversation that's been happening. It's been addressed by Stephanie McMahon that they're obviously watching out. They want to take care of all of their fans, all of their performers. Here's what I'm thinking. Personally speaking, 
I don't see Vince McMahon canceling WrestleMania for any reason. This is the same Vince McMahon who was ready to hold WrestleMania at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum in 1991 when there was Operation Desert Storm and we were in full war with Iraq. Instead of canceling WrestleMania, he moved it to a different venue. Now, the problem that you may have in Tampa is you're looking at 75, 80,000 people all gathered together in an open air space. Certainly, it's a great breeding ground for germs to be passed and the coronavirus and whatever other thing might be passed uh, through the air. Can they move it to a different facility? Well, what facility do you have that would house 80,000 people that is in an open air situation? I don't know. And quite frankly, I don't even know that it's just open air that could be the issue. It is these large gatherings of people that create potential concern around the coronavirus. So I don't know if the coronavirus will really impact WrestleMania, but I do know this. Vince McMahon does not miss an opportunity to make money. Monday Night Raw has only been canceled or subverted really one time in history and that was just a couple of years ago because of a massive snowstorm that they couldn't get around remember just a couple of weeks ago there was a massive snowstorm i believe in denver and the show went on right you know you've had wrestlers stuck in saudi arabia and the show went on you had wrestlers stuck in the european tour and the show went on um you know this is the same guy who two days after 9 11 went on and had SmackDown, even though SmackDown was supposed to be 9-11, he canceled it then, but he rescheduled it for two days later. I think there's so much money involved in WrestleMania that before they cancel it, they'll figure out all of the ways that they can keep everybody safe. They'll figure out all the ways not to pass germs, but I don't see WrestleMania legitimately getting canceled because of the coronavirus, but stranger things have happened so we'll have to watch and see what this thing does but boy there's a lot of money on the line if the coronavirus looks to threaten wrestlemania speaking of the wwe congratulations to the street profits your new raw tag team champions last night they defeated murphy and seth rollins to become champions i gotta tell you again the lack of consistency in wwe concerns me because this was all of a sudden being billed as their final opportunity at the tag team championships now that would make sense to me if they've had like 20 shots right but they just had their like first for real for real shot last Thursday in Saudi Arabia. So how does that now constitute a final opportunity now? They've only fought the tag team champions once. I don't understand. The only other thought I have is perhaps they got a shot against the Viking Raiders once. So that's two potential title shots. Why does it turn into that's it last time ever? Thankfully, they won. I was concerned that they weren't going to win, that they perhaps try to break up the tag team. I didn't know what they were going to do, but I'm really glad that the Street Profits pulled through. They are our new Raw Tag Team Champions with their first title defense coming up this Sunday at the Elimination Chamber against Murphy and Rollins. We'll see what happens there, but uh, we'll do more of a deep dive on Monday Night Raw tomorrow, of course, when Courtney and Clack are with us. But I will throw this out there. What's happening with Ricochet? 
This time last year, Ricochet was one of the hottest prospects uh, coming in with Alistair Black. Remember that period where like in literally a one week time, they had an opportunity at the Raw tag titles, the NXT tag titles and the SmackDown tag titles right around WrestleMania. And now, in less than seven days, he gets squashed in the WWE title match against Brock Lesnar and then loses in a 24-7 championship match to Riddick Moss? Hmm, something about this doesn't make sense to me. How does Ricochet go from one of the best performers, certainly in all of pro wrestling, to getting squashed by both Brock Lesnar and Riddick Moss? We'll probably talk some more about that tomorrow, but... It just really kind of did something to me. I don't like it at all. Switching gears to AEW, two big signings to talk about. Congratulations to Lance Archer, the former IWGP US champion who has signed with All Elite and should make his first appearance this Wednesday on AEW Dynamite. Congratulations also to Colt Cabana who has signed to AEW. He made a special guest appearance on The Buy-In, which is the pre-show to AEW Revolution. Now, one may have thought perhaps this was a one-off since it was in Colt's hometown of Chicago, but the word on the street is that Colt Cabana will be heavily involved in AEW, not just as a performer, but as a coach and as an announcer as well. So we'll be seeing quite a bit of Colt Cabana. Now, Colt Cabana is not new to pro wrestling at all or to any of those functions, Recently, he served as a commentator in Ring of Honor for quite some time. He was involved uh, certainly in in-ring competition in Ring of Honor, as well as New Japan and in the NWA as the NWA National Heavyweight Champion. So this is a really big move for Colt. The largest company he's been a part of because he's not been a part of WWE. So a real opportunity here for Colt Cabana who again, a 20-year veteran who's done quite a bit in this industry, and uh, it's exciting to get the opportunity to see him on national television on a weekly basis. Congratulations to him. Congratulations again also to Lance Archer, who is signed to AEW. Lots of possibilities for Lance Archer as well. One of the things that's interesting about AEW is wrestlers aren't always signed to exclusive deals. Everybody's deal is a bit different. For instance, we know Chris Jericho and John Moxley have the freedom to head over to New Japan, and uh, they've both done some incredible things there. Uh, Jericho has been the Intercontinental Champion, of course. John Moxley is the current U.S. Champion, hashtag Moxley Two Belts. So very interesting things there. Uh, MJF, in case you didn't know, doesn't just perform in AEW, but he's also a regular fixture in MLW, Major League Wrestling, which you can catch on their YouTube page, and they're doing pay-per-views. He's a regular active part of the dynasty there. So it's very interesting to watch how many of the AEW superstars also get to have their hands in other spaces if they so choose. So it's going to be interesting to watch what happens with Lance Archer and Colt Cabana. I can tell you that Lance Archer has been signed to a multi-year deal. So we'll be seeing him for quite some time. And speaking of signings, we've been following what's been happening with Matt Hardy. Well, Matt Hardy's contract with WWE expired Sunday. He is officially a free agent. So will he head to AEW? That's where my money is riding, that he'll be uh, a part of AEW. And again, if you look at what Colt Cabana is doing, 
AEW has a great, great opportunity and, and has a great reputation, quite frankly, in fitting people in the spots where they are most useful. Arn Anderson as a backstage producer, but also working as part of the Nightmare family with Cody Rhodes. That makes a lot of sense. Goldust or Dustin Rhodes, on-air performer, but also really involved with helping grooming some of the new superstars with promos and the like. Yeah, it all is starting to make sense. So will Matt Hardy end up in AEW? I think so. And again, as I've said before, I think he's very useful in a space, uh, not necessarily as an in-ring performer, but I do think he's got still a lot of value as an on-air talent. I think it's going to grow AEW where we could see the advent of a movie match or two which wouldn't hurt AEW at all. I think it'll just add layers to their presentation. So it's going to be interesting to watch. Will Reby show up? Uh, will the House of Hardy show up? I don't know. I'll tell you what is interesting. Tonight on WWE Backstage, his brother Jeff Hardy will be on. It'll be interesting to see if they discuss Matt, if they discuss perhaps his moves to AEW or whatever he'll do. So check it out. WWE Backstage tonight on FS1 Live at 11 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Central. Meanwhile, you can catch our podcast tomorrow as it drops. The guys will be with me. It'll be a whole lot of fun. It'll drop at its normal time, 3.30 p.m. Eastern, 2.30 p.m. Central, exclusively right here where you get your podcast. So be on the lookout for that. That should be absolutely fun. And I want to get your feedback on today's show and your thoughts about this coronavirus, its impact to WrestleMania, uh, your thoughts on the signings of Colt Cabana and Lance Archer to AE and of course your thoughts on the Street Profits and Ricochet also if you're going to be here in the Atlanta area I want to remind you check out Southern Honor Wrestling this Friday night it's going to be absolutely amazing as Southern Honor presents SHW 18 it's going to be incredible tickets are available at southernhonorwrestling.com and you can certainly check out the SHW experience premiering tomorrow on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Southern Honor Wrestling. All right. You know what to do. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Faction Show. And until next time, it's your man GB representing for Courtney and Clack. And this is The Faction. I my people. Here we go.